Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I could tell you the honest truth. I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just un. Like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO Podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Tonight, I'm joined by Rick, and Rick lived in a haunted house with some friends. So, Rick, welcome to the podcast, mate. Thank you, mate. It's a pleasure. It's cool to have you here. Your your email was a uh, an interesting one, uh, so to say, because your house or your unit that you that you lived in here it was fairly uh, active in in so many different ways, which is quite interesting when it comes to kind of haunted houses and haunted properties or, or places like that so mate i'm gonna i'm gonna give it over to you where did this all start for you and take us back to i guess the first day of moving into this unit it was really strange because when we first moved in that the real estate lady like got us in without really having to sign many papers and it was like obviously you could tell that the person moved out in a hurry because there was still stickers everywhere there was a few things in the cupboards and which is really bizarre how quickly we got into the house. So I already felt like something was a bit suspicious at that point. So I, I couldn't even find any background checks on the place because obviously when I knew there was stuff going on, I couldn't really find anything because it was really bizarre. And for those who don't know, getting a house in Australia can be an absolute challenge. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you you kind of have to jump through a lot of hoops. So, yeah, that, that yeah, exactly. definitely would have been raising a fair few alarm bells when um, they said, yeah, mate, just move in. <laughs> what, what was strange was, was what, there was like, a, um, it wasn't even an old house. It was like a unit, like an apartment in a complex area. And we're on the third floor. That's what made it so strange. The place was only like 10 years old. So I can't really get my head around it. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, it makes me wonder, you know, if it, the ground that you've built on if something happened there previously or something like that yeah i definitely got that vibe i didn't a lot of people came into the place and like had their own little experiences without me telling them anything it's really bizarre so when did you know things were a bit off with this unit well it started with um hearing sounds and stuff like that 
lot of sound. We'd always hear, it'd always like sound like uh, someone was walking in the kitchen with wet feet. That was the main one. That was like super creepy. And we did cupboards bumping and movement, often in my bedroom that was like a part of the whole house because there wasn't any walls separating my bedroom. It was at the top. It was like a staircase that went up and there was just a handrail and then my room at the very top. Often we'd hear things up there as well. Like my friend one particular time heard something shuffling around in my drawers and he thought someone was in the house at that time. So he walked up there with a knife to see no one was there. That's creepy, isn't it? Oh, it's very creepy. And the the thing is, like, these types of complexes are usually pretty tough to kind of get into. Like, they're they're fairly difficult to for a break and enter to really happen. Exactly. It was it was a really nice apartment. They just got us in super quickly. Like, I I reckon I would it would have been a week from my previous lease to move me into that one. She's like, I have a place for you. Just move straight in. And I was like, no worries. It's never been as easy as this. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> and especially for like some young blokes as well because the real estate really don't like a couple of young fellas moving into a complex like this together because it's usually oh this is going to become a bit of a party house or something like that. Exactly, it started with me and one of my female friends, and then she moved out. Another friend moved in, but the, uh, everyone that was in that house, like I said, as guests, had their own really weird experiences. It was not good. These these encounters weren't just kind of isolated to you. So basically, everyone who was coming through this property was experiencing yeah, like, something like that. Get this: it was like one night we're all having pre-drinks before going out. One night we're all having a few drinks, and my introverted friend Jesse was just sitting out on his own in the corner. And out of nowhere, he just gets up off his feet and just walks to the other side of the room and sits on the other side. Like I was like, "What are you doing, Jesse?" And he was like, "That extension cord on the floor just moved along by itself." <clears throat> Yeah, it was one of the rolled up ones, and he said it just moved along the floor. You're joking. I know. I'm getting goosebumps just telling you this stuff. I get them every single time I tell these stories. Yeah, that's, you know, like, you you hear stories of hauntings where people have kind of, like, weird sounds happen, but it's not really too often you hear about hauntings that have this almost physical interaction with the property, and that's pretty major. Yeah, it was sort of more like a poltergeist sort of situation I think because we never actually saw anything just a lot of things got merged another occasion we're in Mornington the weekend me and my friend Tucker the guy that actually lived with me and my surfboard was in the corner of the room and we get back from our um, long weekend away in Mornington and the surfboard's underneath the coffee table it wasn't good it was like really creepy but just to let you know that and the listeners like I've never had any experiences as bad as this one like nothing compares to this house like four years ago how long were you in the property for? We're only in there for one year, and then we got a better place. <laughs> I think moving anywhere after a place like that would would be better. I know it gives you a bit of paranoia every every time you move. Every time now I'm moving to a new place. Oh God, is it going to be haunted? Is the same thing going to be happening in Croydon? Yeah, well, that's that's actually a really interesting point that I think a, a lot of people probably overlook when they live in a haunted house. Um, is the that long term effect that it has on someone's psyche of just the the anxiety of we just got out of that really yucky situation and what if we move into something that's even worse i know i honestly don't think that, you could honestly get much worse unless you're getting like carried in the air in the middle of like, in the middle of the night and your shit's getting pulled off you and you see things in the mirror i think that's one step further but the portion of poltergeist activity stuff happening in general is like terrifying especially when you're like a non-believer like myself 
it's like really hard telling people this sort of stuff because like I said to you before people get that mentality that you're just talking crap and I completely understand why they do that because I do it myself I'd get it too because you know some people just have to have the experience to to understand or you know even consider that these things might be a possibility so um I I never go out there with the the mindset to change people's minds because some people's minds just can't be changed and they don't want it to be changed and I get that my vision though is I think in society I think we're all evolving and there's a lot more people that aren't believing them like spirits in general and the more people that aren't believing and is creating less things to happen, like, energy-wise. It's really hard to explain this. If my nan explained it, she'd do a killer job. I feel like these sort of activities happen a lot rarer than people actually say they are, so I feel like a lot of people aren't really telling the truth. The the paranormal world is one of these funny uh, worlds where I think a lot of people want to believe a lot more than than what actually does go on. Absolutely. And, and, you know, social media is a massive advocate for that because it kind of just breeds the, I guess, that anything can be paranormal as long as you say it's paranormal. No, I agree with you completely. But, mate, I, I do have to ask, like, you move into this house and you hear the sound of, of wet feet in the kitchen. What runs through your mind? Because, you know, you're not a believer. Oh, 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 oh no, I was just thinking garage. I was thinking, like, naked lady old creepy shining version spirits walking around in my bathroom I didn't even want to go down there and check so scary like my mate used to hear it as well he was like oh my god I sounds like I was in the kitchen last night but I'm not walking down there these footsteps were loud enough that you could hear them from like another room they weren't really loud it was just like a wet squishy like small steps just think of like an old lady with dementia walking out of the showers and, or something like that just that like an old, old frail person kind of because they were like really small, wet steps. It's probably the best way to put it. They were really close. They weren't like big thumping steps or anything. They were just like really tiny, wet steps. And then we heard them in the toilet. We heard them... Oh, the toilet was connected to the bathroom. The hallway next door, the kitchen. Oh, so you actually heard this throughout the entire unit? Yeah, well, uh, my bedroom wasn't connected to anything. My bedroom was connected to the lounge room, which was connected to the kitchen. Because I didn't have a door. I just had the stairs that went up, the handrail. You would have felt like you couldn't escape this in the, in that unit. No, it was fun to tell people about it, but when you were home by yourself, it was very enjoyable. Did you ever have any encounters that happened to you while you were just there on your own? Yes. And I, although I definitely want to tell you about the, the, the uh, main part of what we're talking about. It's a word to look for, the highlight of this story. Um, obviously, it read in the email... One time, one night, I was cooking spaghetti and I was just stirring the pasta sauce and my friend Sam was on the couch just playing on his phone. And I turned my back. I wasn't sure what I was doing. I might have been just putting the pasta in the other pot. And then the spoon flicked out and it flicked out to the pot because it was submerged. It flicked out to the point where you'd see where it hit like the bench and then bounced off the wall. It wasn't really a wall. It was like the, the side of a cupboard. It's really hard to explain. It was like a cabinet and the cabinet had the fridge inside it. But it bounced out, hit the bench and then hit the cabinet wall. And I turned around and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck was that? And then I mentioned it to Sam. He's like, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. And I was like, mate, the fucking spoon is out of the out of the saucepan. I'm not even kidding. Because like, I didn't hear anything like I was talking crap. Like most people wouldn't believe you when you say this sort of thing. So I was just taking the piss. And I was like, all right. So I said to him, I was like, if there's a spirit in this house, could you please give us a sign? And all the lights went out as soon as I said that. 
Oh god, I've goosebumps right now. Every, every single time I tell every every single time I tell this little bit of the story, I get the worst goosebumps. And that's like proof. That's proof. If I'm telling someone in person, you can't fake goosebumps. It's it's one of those physical reactions to a story that I that I love because it really means like that moment has imprinted itself on you to a point that you you just can't ever really get over it. I know. What was funny though, what kind of mask, the pure fear that was like running through my veins is that Sam on the couch was like, he stood up and he was like juggling his phone, trying to get the torch on because he completely shit himself. That was kind of funny. That was kind of funny watching him juggle his phone around to turn the torch on because he shit himself. But I slowly just sat in the couch and then the lights came back on and I was like, I need to sit here for a minute because what just happened terrified me. And he was like, oh my God. I was like, I told you I wasn't talking crap, mate. And I was like, it actually happened. It happened. What happens from that point on? Because, you know, you've you've essentially enticed this. You've communicated with it. Like, did you find that the activity picked up after that? Oh, it all depends, really. Like, I probably did. I'm not too sure. Like, it was just a lot of small things. That was just the biggest one. And I'm not too sure where that was near the end or near the middle. But I was contacting my nan after that because, like, she's like my um, scapegoat with this sort of stuff. Like, she was the first person I called and she was just, like, trying to ignore everything. Because obviously you don't want to give the spirit's energy and continue getting worse. Like paranormal activity is the best way to like put it. If you give them the energy and the fear and attention, it's always going to get worse. So she pretty much told me just to not try and communicate with it, just try and finish out the rest of your leaves and leave. And did you find when you weren't like basically enticing it or baiting it that the the activity was actually a little bit more calm within the within the property? I wouldn't say that it ever got better or worse. It was just like standard. Lots of lots of little things happened. Like after like a lot of the time when me and Sam would be like napping on the couch, we'd always wake up to a thump on the bench and we'd wake up like in a sudden jolt. Like that happened so much. It's never happened to me any like, any time ever. And I, I like really made lucid dreams in the couch as well. At one point, like I didn't. Like, I'm not going to say I saw anything, but it looked like something was looking down at me from the, from the uh, handrail from my bedroom. So when I was obviously in this lucid dream state, I looked up. My body could barely move. Yeah, I, could, I thought I thought I saw something staring down at me while I was in a dream state. Is that is it lucid dreaming or is it sleep paralysis? I guess it it really depends on on how you're defining it because essentially sleep paralysis is, um, you know, like you're kind of having some some type of terrifying usually. Uh, some type of terrifying encounter happening to you, and you're not really able to move. Whereas, yeah, that, I think I think that's the one we're going for because I could barely move. But all I could do is I like, struggled to lift my head up, and it was really weird. That, that happened a couple of times. Did that happen to everyone in the house, or just you? Yeah, Sam used to wake up to the thuds on the on the uh, coffee table when he was like dozing off and napping and stuff like that. So that happened to him as well. And what about the sleep paralysis? Oh, I don't think it happened to Sam. I don't know whether a lot of people, like a lot of um, ghost genetics, say that sleep paralysis has nothing to do with the spirit world. Uh, it's more of a mental thing. So I kind of put that behind me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, there's there's every chance that it it definitely is that because um, a lot of people who have sleep paralysis uh, conditions don't have anything to do with the paranormal and don't have like any paranormal experiences or connections yeah. or, or anything like that. Um, but it, it is interesting because it's really not uncommon to hear that sleep paralysis happens in houses of like, I guess, 
high paranormal activity. Yeah, it was definitely like an addition, I guess, because it all lingered in, into, into one big ball of whatever, in, in a way, I guess. Was your housemate a believer of the of the paranormal? Yeah, well, like me, we went in there as skeptics, and now we're not. Like he experienced everything I went through, and he's he's more of a believer than he was. Like I am. Like I still feel like a skeptic sometimes, even after all of this. Because I always think, oh, it could have been a chance, or it could have been this, because it's just so like not natural. Do you think having that type of mindset was a almost like a lifeline? to you within that house because I think a lot of people would have a lot of difficulty basically trying to keep sane in a situation like that. I, 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 I guess so. Like, I've always wanted to be a believer. Like I said, my whole dad's side of the family have all had experiences and my nan always told me that I was a beacon of light. Like I will always attract things a little bit more than most people because, like I said, like my nana to you earlier um, does psychic reading claims she communicates to the dead all the time and my um obviously my my father and my aunties and uncles all grew up with her in the same houses and they all had really weird experiences because obviously she's communicating with them they're always going to be there yeah it's uh it's it's very interesting and i hope you don't mind me saying this but you, you kind of alluded to the fact earlier before we we even hit record that there's there's almost like that timeline of weird activity that kind of transcends throughout your family's history it it really does i I guess that was my time with that in mind like you say you're you're a non-believer but your family's had these kind of encounters throughout i guess their their living history what was the what was the paradigm shift like for you when you realized that you're having these types of encounters and now a quick word from our sponsor It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Well, like I mentioned to you, I immediately called my nana and I told my dad as well. And I was like, something's going on here. I was like, nana, I actually need your advice because I've never been this scared in my life. I was like, something's actually happened. And something responded when I asked for a sign. All the lights went out. So you you had a you had a fearful reaction to it. Yes, I did. I think any I think anyone would have a very fearful reaction to what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I don't mean to laugh, but you know, it you're, you're spot on. Like it is, it, it is a genuinely terrifying situation to kind of find yourself in. And you know, I guess the. The question is, is like, how do you, how do you find a, a sense of like sanity living in situations like that where you, I would imagine you almost feel like you're, you're walking on eggshells a little bit because you're just kind of waiting for that next thing to happen. Yes. It, it is a little bit like that. I feel like 
the best way to like try and avoid that sort of stuff is not think about negative things and talk about spirits when they're in the room or ask for signs and that sort of stuff because I really bit me on the ass when I did it last time. So I really tried not to do it. Like I also mentioned to you before, when I was getting a reading, my girlfriend was getting a reading by my nan and I asked, well, I didn't really ask for a sign, but I told her that I wanted more experiences to happen. And then the knock happened underneath my chair and I thought I dropped my vape on my phone. There was nothing there. I was was going on. And then we continued the reading and that happened again. And my nan just pulls out this pendulum and she's doing this weird thing with it. And she's like, there's a spirit in the room with us. And then she said something, and then, she, then the pendulum went a different way, and she said, it's now gone. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my head is not, like, my neck just stood up big time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't want any more of that. Even even two knocks is too much. Yeah, definitely. I've um, I've been in a situation fairly similar to, to that myself, where I was... Um, I was interviewing some some people and they at the end of the interview they go oh yeah by the way there's a there's an old woman behind you who uh just follows you around and i was just like that's great that's exactly what i wanted to hear tonight thank you very much (laughs) yeah i'd I'd imagine i'd imagine this is your job would definitely um attract stuff given you're always talking about it i'm sure you've had a lot of your own experiences You'll be surprised. I, I have a fairly vanilla life. I, I'm usually too much on the run, I think, to to slow down and notice the things that maybe go on around me. Um, yeah. But I, I would say, you know, there's probably more going on in my life than um, than previously. Um, but again, am I also just being um, subjected to the the effects of um, the the proximity effect of the podcast of that? I'm looking for it. Who knows? So yeah. um, I'm I'm always very skeptical and open minded when it comes to experiences with myself, just because I think it's it's so easy to run into those rabbit holes and believe everything is happening to you. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. So I have to ask: like, you, you're in this apartment for for 12 months. You you have a couple of housemates that kind of come through the the doors. They friends are having encounters with. Uh, Friends are having encounters in the property as well. Yeah, everyone having drinks and it's like a normal pre-piece up before you go out. Even when that happened, that was just bizarre. And my mate Jesse, like the most sceptical, introverted person you'll ever meet. And it was just weird for him to do that. And he actually played it pretty cool by the sounds of it too. Yeah, well, he did get stung by a stingray and didn't react to it either, so... Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 Maybe this was, guy was, is just that, like that was quite tuned, a funny one. <laughs> this guy might just be tuned out to the world. I know. <laughs> he, de- he definitely, definitely is. I hope he's not listening to the podcast. <laughs> we mean it in the best way, mate. Um, <laughs> so you, you go and you live in this place for a year, and uh, did your did your outlook on the world change from being in this house? Like this isn't a normal situation. No, it's not. Right, my outlook definitely changed. I, 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 Maybe like maybe fifty percent less skeptical and more open-minded on spirits and stuff. Like it, 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 it kind of pushed me to be a believer one hundred percent. Like it's made me a lot more curious. That's for sure. I, I don't want to be too curious. Though. I really, really don't want to be too, too curious. I don't. I don't condemn any of the experiences on anyone because it's not. not it's not nice, especially when you're home by yourself. It's night time. It's like three o'clock. You can't sleep. You keep hearing bumps and sounds and noises. And you've got like a scared child in their bed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's the that's the reality of these situations is that people don't want these situations to be happening. Like, no one asks to live in a haunted house. Well, some people do, but, you know, the, the majority of people, they don't want this 
stuff to be to be going on because you know it is it's kind of torturous to be caught in a situation like that where you have absolutely zero control of your own living environment and you're kind of at the 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 will of a of a spirit of a poltergeist of whatever is in there with you yeah 100 percent. there's there's it definitely felt like there's an energy in that house for sure it's really really strange that like ever since i was a little kid i always had weird feelings i went to different places like for instance we went to the tower i went to the tower of london with my dad once and i'll we're in like the um navigation room and i was like dad there's something there's something not right about this room i really feel uncomfortable right now and as soon as i said that like not a second later the guy mentioned that um it was the most wanted room of the castle Oh, really? <laughs> so, who knows? You may have, like, some type of connection to it. Like, you oh, know, you've my said... Nan, my, nan, my nan definitely thinks I do. But I don't really get too into that sort of stuff. It's a little bit too complex for me with the spiritual stuff. Like, when she was going on about the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, the seventh dimension, six dimensions being the astral plane, spirits get caught there, and seven's where you want to be, because it's like the past on realm. It's just like, oh, my God, over my head. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know what? It's it's such a rabbit hole, and it's how far do you go? How much do you like, buy in on it too? Yeah, I know. She's worried about a few things, but I feel like um, there's something she's might not shred on. I don't know who might who might judge. Who might judge? She's a lovely lady, though. Her her readings are like bang on accurate to the point where I don't want to um get another reading from her. Yeah. I don't. I don't blame you. It's um. It's kind of like the ignorance is bliss in a lot of situations like that. 100%. Because my my wife's the same. She goes, "Oh, we should go see a uh, a psychic." You know, we should go go get something read. And I'm like, "No, thank you. I don't. I don't need that. I don't want that in my life. Thank you very yeah, much." A lot of the time, you just think that professional lies. No offense to no offense to readers out there, but I feel like a lot. They could. I, I feel there's a chance that some of them are really good and actually have a have a connection. To like something we don't understand yeah and i you know that really goes with anything in that whole paranormal world is that you kind of got to take everything with a grain of salt because yeah I, i'm i'm sure there's a, a theater an active theater that goes along with it i mean it has to because everything just needs to be sold that little bit more when it goes to those situations um but again i'm not in that field i don't really know i couldn't really comment too much further than just like my opinion on it but yeah it's it's, without offending people yeah exactly exactly (laughs) because you know everyone everyone's jobs are different and uh yeah 100 if you can make a living out of that uh hats off to you my uh I'm 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 kind of jealous of it. <laughs> yeah. So did 100%. you say did you say you moved out of this unit about four years ago? Yeah, it was it was quite a while ago. I was about 26 when I was there. Now. So yeah, I would have been about 26 when I was living there. So it's been a quite a while. No spook, not too many spooky things happened since. Besides the knocking the other day, which is only like two weeks ago. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um it's funny we find people who have had encounters and. They were quite a while ago. They find that when they come onto the podcast, sometimes funny stuff happens, and I, d- I don't want to. Maybe I shouldn't air that part, but it's it's something that some people do do comment on that after the podcast. They they find some things kind of stir up. Um, but yeah, in 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 that four years, like it's it's quite a a long time to live in a haunted house for a year, and then. F- 
over the over the last four years, like, have you thought about what was in that place? Like, what do you think well, it was? I'm not too sure. Like, I tried to find. I tried to actually get research in the place. So I put the address in. I put it in Google. I tried searches. There was nothing. I was like, I bet someone's died here. Like, I bet someone's there. I might have committed suicide or something. Because a lot of the time, when people pass away, they go through. This, this, um, the fourth dimension, sorry, they go through the fourth dimension and into the fifth one and they don't get stuck. Apparently, when you commit suicide, you get stuck in the, um, the, it's the fourth dimension, isn't it? The fourth dimension. And that's purgatory, I think. And I think, purg- I think purgatory is the existence where the spirits are and that's around us everywhere. It's interesting because the, the fourth dimension is actually time and we, we live through time. Or is it forever. I keep, I keep getting confused. But, but it is interesting because time's all relative too. So it's um it, it kind of if you might do think of it, fifth dimension, fifth dimension might be the uh, purgatory, wouldn't it? I honestly, it's an I, plane. yeah, I I couldn't tell you because There's many it, names for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and you know it always it also depends on like who you ask. Like there's very scientific elements to to dimensions, and a lot of it is all kind of theory based, um, but. Then you then you go over to the I guess the more spiritual elements of it, and um, I do find that interesting that they kind of talk about them in a, in a dimension sense as well, which is um, you know that's that's really rather quite intriguing. It's something I'll, I'll actually look into a little bit more because you know I've never really considered it to to work in that sense. I've always kind of yeah. envisioned it as almost layers over our world. Um, yeah, and again, you know, some people say, "Well, mate, that's just a different dimension." I'm sure you'll have a listener that can um, happily explain, bring some more clarity to the to the topic. So, what what's your what's your like mindset around the paranormal these days? Because you know you you weren't really a believer back then. You've had this, you've had 365 days of haunting bliss in your life. Um, what's what's the world look like to you now? Like, are you are you more cautious about these types of things it were really realistically i think that um as we move on i think a lot more spookier stuff happened in the past like even like the 14th 15th century like a long long time ago when they believed in magic magic could have even been a thing back then i feel like over time we've evolved and people like sort of brush all that sort of stuff away and just concentrate more towards buying houses and living their lives and not thinking about that kind of stuff Whereas like in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s, people were in cults and attracted all this like bad energy and things that were actually happening. I feel like now it's definitely, definitely changed in time. You know, actually, that's a really interesting point that you kind of just bring up about the zeitgeist is that, you know, the world is completely different in that sense. Like you rarely hear about cults. You rarely hear about events like that happening that's, these days. That's what I'm saying. I feel, like, I feel like even magic could have been a thing a long time ago. There's a lot we don't actually understand. And people don't think about that sort of stuff anymore. People are too drawn on how much money they can save, what they can do. Uh, I feel like all the spiritual stuff is like sort of dying away. And I feel like, I feel like it's all a real energy based kind of thing. It's really hard to like put into words. I um, if you know what I mean. No, I, I I totally agree with you actually because you know I, I think as a as a human race we're way too dependent on um technology to basically evolve ourselves and exactly you know you, you just really have to look at 
a lot of ancient history, a lot of like old exactly. scripture that kind of alludes to these fantastic things that were possible in times that aren't even possible today. Um, it, it really does make you wonder, like, what 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 was the the world of yesteryear? Yeah, well, they, they say that there's um, that that the Book of the Dead actually exists, but it's so ancient, no one can actually translate the scripts that were written to it. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I get these thoughts. <laughs> why well, it could have been a possibility back like, way back, like. A thousand years AD, that kind of stuff, like ancient Egyptian times, and around um, Jerusalem and when Christ was born. I, I feel like a lot of that sort of a lot of stuff that happened around then was more supernatural, as as, as we're discussing right now. It's, it's a topic so hard for me, though. Honestly, like getting getting like the words together for what I'm trying to say is just complex. Yeah, no, and and it is it is like a hard thing to kind of articulate. Um, yeah, because no, 100%. because some things like some things are just so impossible to talk about without kind of sounding just a little bit silly. And like for me, I, I love to sound silly. I'll be the first person to to say the dumb thing. Um, but you kind of reminded me of a uh, of this thing that I, I I learned a little while ago is that there's people theorize is that there's about 400 years of human history, recent human history that is just yep. kind of disappeared. Like there's, there's no data there for it. Like there's no, no history for it. And it's, it's really weird, but man, I have to say, it's been really cool talking tonight there, Rick, your, your, haunted, you, it was a pleasure. your haunted unit is, uh, probably still out there. I wonder if someone's living in it at the moment is having the same experiences. Um, it would be, it'd be very interesting to, to learn about that. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show to, to kind of share your encounters. I hope I did all right because a lot of, a lot of that was like stress and balls because I was on a podcast and I was getting recorded. I feel, I feel, I feel like, I feel like a lot of other people have been in the same situation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you.